This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, December 20th, 2023, also known as National Signing Day. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. Um, I was hoping it'd be a happier version of the Bucknuts Morning 5. We have some late breaking news as it pertains to Edric Houston. Nothing official, but Steve Wiltfong has put in a crystal ball that Houston will flip from Ohio State to Alabama, so stay tuned on that. That's not the news that I wanted to hear right before the show. We're going to talk more about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the Ryan Day press conference later today. It was originally going to be on Zoom for like 10 minutes. Now it's going to be in person for a half hour, so I'm happy about that. That just means more information for you guys and some questions. Uh, I'm going to get to some topics I'm really curious uh, to hear Coach Day talk about and some of the questions I might ask him. Uh, before we do that, I want you guys know about our sponsor, Manscaped, and a great deal you can get from them. Santa Baby, the season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsors of, to, of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their fifth-generation performance package to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using code BUCKNUTS for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Manscaped is a one-stop shop for all of your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the performance package 5.0 Ultra, which includes loads of perfect stocking stuffers. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BUCKNUTS. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. All right. So this Edric Houston news, I tell you what, guys, like I was, um, I almost, before that even broke, I was just going to like title the show today, where's the beef? Like the, the real old school Wendy's ads with the old ladies, where's the beef? And I was like, you know, well, overall, as long as they get Houston, you know, you know, maybe they'll even get, maybe they'll even flip somebody today, you know, like um, uh, Amaris Williams, for example. Although I, I, who knows about that? That's a, I think Will Fong has him going to. Auburn, Tom Loy, the Notre Dame insider, does some national stuff, actually has crystal balled Williams to Ohio State. So I'm thinking, all right, let's not be negative here. It's going to be, it's right now the number two class in the nation, probably going to be number three when the dust settles. Good class, top heavy with, you know, elite wide receivers, quarterbacks, corners as usual. But as long as I keep Edric Houston, I was going to be like, okay, you know, and maybe flip somebody else. And I do like some of the lower level guys lower rated guys in the class, like the Armstrong twins are three stars. To me, they should be a four star, but splitting hairs. 
But I was looking at it. I was like, well, other than, you know, other than Edric Houston, who is a high four star, some have him as a five star, but he's a high four star, according to the composite. Um, and then Ian Moore, who's a four star offensive lineman. All of the other linemen in the class are three stars. All of the D linemen and all of the O linemen that are in the class right now, other than those two, are three stars. If they lose Edric Houston, I mean, again, it won't. I'm, overall, the class will still be ranked high, but in the trenches, not good. Not good if that happens. There's also a chance they could lose Jeremiah McClellan, but the day I lose sleep over Ohio State losing a wide receiver. And by the way, Jeremiah McClellan's awesome. I want him to be a Buckeye. There's a chance he could flip. Um, but he's the third best wide receiver in this class. So nothing against him. It's just, you know, I mean, you already got Jeremiah Smith. Who I, you know, I think there was a lot of smoke he could flip. I think he's going to stick. And Mylon Graham um, are your top receivers in the class. I don't know. You know, and I love they have Aaron Nolan in this class. I'm super huge on Aaron Nolan for a variety of reasons. I just like his game. I like that he played against top competition in Georgia. I like that he was a winner. Um I just like everything about him, and I like that he's a leader. Everybody who knows him well says this is a first-class young man, too, a leader of men. Uh, I love everything about Aaron Nolan. I like the corners they got, Aaron Scott. Um, you know, you look at Bryce West. Um, you look at uh, Miles Lockhart. And I like some of these. I really like Peyton Pierce, the linebacker they got, okay? Um, I love James Peoples, the running back. There's a lot of good in this class. But, man, if they lose Edric Houston, like, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Okay. I don't know, man. I mean, it goes from like a, you know, a nice, nice porterhouse steak to like a little like thin burger or something like that. It's just, and this has been the problem with Ohio State the last few years. Not good enough in the trenches, um, especially on the D line. They had a really good O line last year. I don't think we talk about it enough. Paris Johnson and Dewan Jones starting in the NFL. I mean, Dewan's hurt now, so he's on IR with the Browns, but still um, Paris, the first offensive lineman off the board. Whippler should not have gone pro, but still, even still, after three years, he's still a sixth-round pick. He's on the Browns team. So they had a good O-line last year. This year it was up and down, but the D-line, again, they recruited really well in 2021. Since then, not so much. And, um, I mean, and then that's three straight years. And they've landed some quality guys. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I really like Kenyatta Jackson and Caden Curry. And I think uh, Hero Canoe has a very high ceiling. He, we saw it this year. It's, he started to turn it on. And as we've talked about a lot with Hero Canoe, not only does he have a high ceiling because of how big he is and how young he is and how well he moves for his size, he hasn't been playing football as long as most of these guys or any of these, probably all of these guys other than maybe Jesse Murko, the punter. But, I mean, he started playing football – you know, his last couple years in Germany, but um, and then he played over here, played against good competition in California. So it's not like he just started playing like four years ago, but it's been like six years, I think, something like that. You know, he's only been playing football for six years, maybe seven now. Um, so the, I, so it's not like the cupboards bears, my point. I like Caden McDonald. He was a three star, but I, he showed as a freshman, he can be one of those guys. It's like, okay, the guys that I've really am pining for, those 320 pound you know, interior defensive linemen that can just like wreck things. Um, hopefully they can hold on to Tyleek Williams. Um, although I, if I had to bet, I think Tyleek's probably going to go pro. I think Mike, Mike Hall will come back. If Mike Hall leaves. I mean, he's going to be disappointed. I mean, he's undersized to begin with. And I said durability issues and production issues this year. Didn't have production issues last year. They put him in for games and he'd get like three and a half tackles for loss in like six plays. But the production wasn't there this year. The durability is a concern. 
and he's undersized. So NFL teams are not going to be, he could be like a late third day pick. So I think Mike Hall's going to come back. They'll probably lose Tyleek. They do have Hero Canoe. They've got Caden McDonald. They've got Tywone Malone, who was did nothing this entire year. So I don't know what we can expect from Tywone Malone. Um, so we'll see, guys. I mean, I was hoping this would be a uh, – because, again, my first reaction was, okay, we just got to just call a spade a spade. And, yeah, this class is ranked number two coming into the day, but where's the beef? And I looked at it, and I'm like, let's not be negative. We're going to talk about where's the beef, but, like, there's no reason to be negative. I mean, look, at this is overall a really good class. Um, but then you lose – again, it's not official. It's just Steve Wiltfong reporting, but there's a few guys that I trust profusely, Steve Wiltfong being one of them. I did check in with Bill Kerr, like um, – he says, yeah, there's there's a good chance that Houston could flip. So he is – Bill Curlick's not quite going as far as um, as Wilt Fong. Yeah, I want to make sure I don't have any, like, late texts here. Things change fast on signing day, as we all know. It used to change fast in a good way. Ugh. Stuff like, they're not really going to get Von Bell, are they? Like, he's going to stay in the South. All, all the insiders down South were saying, um, national 24-7 guys, that was uh, – that was – was that that was 11 years ago 11 years ago on signing dicks that was the 2013 class we're now to the 2024 class and i am old that doesn't feel like it was 11 years ago geez but we're sitting there like man all the all the national 24 7 sports guys are predicting he's going to stay at home and you know probably go to alabama home meaning stay in the south maybe even there was one a couple guys that predicted he was gonna go to tennessee none of the national guys were predicting ohio state and then bam von bell picks ohio state and urban's flipping guys and it's just Back when signing day was fun. Now it's like, oh, is Ohio State going to hold on to all their guys? Like, oh, maybe they will. We woke up today thinking, okay, maybe they will. Jeremiah McClellan, you know, maybe he's one to keep an eye on, but it sounds like Houston's going to be a Buckeye. And now if you if you trust Steve Wiltfong like I do, it doesn't look like Houston's going to be a Buckeye. So hopefully something changes there. So not enough beef in this class. But, again, I mean, I love Aaron Nolan's in this class. James Peoples is a guy that's going to come in right away. And um, they need to hit the portal hard. It's one thing I'm going to ask Ryan Day later today. And I'll get to that in a little bit, the Ryan Day stuff. But I wanted to obviously touch a lot on recruiting with this being uh, signing day. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, and I don't, here's the thing. I don't know. I know we have a lot of questions. It's hard for me to keep up on this, to say the least, when I'm doing it solo with all the uh, comments. But, yeah, I mean, we're seeing a lot of people talking about uh, NIL as an issue here. Is Larry Johnson an issue here? I, you know, I think both things could be true to some extent. And I don't know to what extent, but I, I don't think it's one thing or the other. Um, and when a guy flips to Alabama, it's not like he's flipping to, like, when a guy flips to Miami, let's just be real. It's just like, come on. He, he's not trying to, like go, like, go to the best – He's not trying to put himself in the best position to like win. You know, that's probably, and you know, that's fine. If these guys want to like go for the bag, good for them and maybe have less pressure on them, whatever it might be. Okay. We can call a spade a spade, though. I mean, but if you go to Alabama, you can't say that if you're an Ohio State fan. I mean, if anything, if anything as we know, Ohio State's looking up at Alabama. You know, Ohio State's looking down at Miami. If you're Alabama, you feel like you're looking down at everybody because you, you've dominated college football. Um, basically since the third year of the Nick Saban era. Not basically, since the third year of the Nick Saban era. Not every year, but what have they won? Six national titles? It's crazy. They might win another one this year. I think they're going to beat Michigan, and I think they'll then be favored whoever they play in the uh, national championship game, either Washington or Texas. Like, that game's a toss-up, even though Texas is favored. 
So we'll see what happens. So no new texts here. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Hopefully Fong is wrong. I don't know. I don't know if Fong's going to be wrong. He, he's not just pulling that out of a hat either. Like he's must have got intel, obviously, this morning that he trusts. Especially to not just put on the message board. If Steve wasn't really sure what he would do is, am I putting words in Steve's mouth? Yes. But I have no doubt this is how he would handle it. If he was kind of sure that he was flipping but wasn't 90% sure or whatever or higher, he would have maybe put something on the message board like, hey, guys, just to give you a heads up, I'm hearing there's a chance this could happen. For him just to go, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my crystal ball to Alabama. He's hearing that from a really good source or sources, plural. So that sucks. Um, so Bill Curlick says it's possible on McClendon. Um, here's the new text that came in. Patrick Murphy right now is asking me if I'm doing the BM5 this morning. Um, you know, he could just get on our YouTube page or any one of our platforms and just look. Um, no, I, I'm just kidding. But um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I um, Where's the beef? Again, guys, I mean, with Brian Hartline and Ryan Day, I'm never going to worry about wide receiver recruiting or quarterback recruiting. Yeah, he missed on Kyle McCord. I, I'm going to give him a mulligan on that one. Overall, Ryan Day's record with quarterbacks, very, very good. Um, and I love Aaron Nolan. Um, I don't think – I don't love Aaron Nolan that he's going to start as a true freshman. I mean, if he does, if he proves that he's the best quarterback, great. But I, I don't – I am not predicting that. I'm predicting Devin Brown's going to play well in the bowl game and Devin Brown's going to be the starter to start the season next year. I do think Lincoln Keenholz will push him. I like Lincoln Keenholz. I love these guys that are not only like multiple sport athletes, but were dominant in multiple sports. That's hard to do these days. I know it wasn't against great competition in South Dakota, but this guy was fantastic in football, basketball, and baseball. They're not like really good. I had pretty good high school. They're like, like best in the state at all three, pretty much. Anyway. Peyton Pierce is a guy we don't talk about enough. I do like him at linebacker, but the beef, I mean, I'm never going to worry about wide receiver recruiting, quarterback recruiting when these guys are here. And now with Tim Walton here, corner recruiting. They're doing a good job with corner recruiting. I got a couple of studs, in my opinion, last year, and Jermaine Matthews uh, and Calvin Simpson Hunt, Matthews especially. Matthews also enrolled early, so I think Simpson Hunt, who did not enroll early, I don't know if he's going to be as good as Matthews, but I think he's going to be good. Um, they've done a good job bringing Igbenosin in from the portal, which is recruiting. Uh, and this year's class, the guys that they got that I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, with Scott and West and Lockhart. I mean, Tim Walton's killing it. But where's the beef? Okay, Justin Fry, Larry Johnson, NIL. We know the NIL is not going great. Um, am I putting it mildly? Probably. I'm not privy to everything that goes on, but the more I hear, I'm just thinking it's not all – to be clear, it's not all on the collectives, okay? You don't have everybody pulling in, in the same direction at Ohio State, which at Alabama, everybody's everybody's pulling in the same direction. At Ohio State, it's almost like a tug of war like, internally. Where's the money going to go from the boosters? Well, you got this guy that works for Gene Smith, Gene Smith's right-hand man saying, no, no, God, we want it to go to facilities. Give it to us. Don't give it to the collectives. The collective, collectives are like, don't you want to win? You want to keep seeing guys go to other schools and not pick Ohio State? So I don't know. I think it's a combination of all factors. All right. We're going to talk about Ryan Day's press conference in a moment. High noon today. That's sneaking up on us here. About two hours. So I'll be getting going here in about an hour and a half. Head over to the WAC. 
just want to let you guys know. Hey, it's, I mean, they can get this to you guys quick. Um, nuts.com. Christmas is sneaking up on us. You need a holiday gift. Nuts.com. And a great deal that they have for you guys. Let me let you know about that. Do you wish you could go to Willy Wonka's candy factory? Well, since that's not exactly possible, let me introduce you to the online version of that, nuts.com. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruits, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there is something for everyone. At nuts.com, quality is a top priority. They roast their nuts and pop their corn the same day it ships, so they reach you deliciously fresh. Satisfaction is guaranteed. I love a bunch of their products, and so does my family. I like the half-pop popcorn, the root beer barrels, the roasted almonds, and a lot more. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash Bucknuts. So go check out all of the delicious options at Nuts.com slash Bucknuts. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash Buck nuts. Get those orders in. They got tons of stuff too. All kinds of candy, all kinds of nuts, popcorns, all kinds of stuff. Anything you can think of. All right. Ryan Day today. Looking forward to that. You know, and one thing I'll say about Coach Day is he, I, I've never seen him snap. When he gets asked a tough question, I have never seen him get like, irritated about it. You know what I mean? He he handles the tough questions well. He's going to get a lot of them today. Let's go over something I'm curious about. First of all, let's start right at the top. And I had jotted this down before the Edric Houston news happened. Again, if you're just joining us, Edric Houston might flip from Ohio State today. You could say it's likely Steve Wiltfong has changed his crystal ball to Alabama for Edric Houston. So it was already looking like this class lacked quality beef. You know, they've got their collection of three stars that I think might be underrated. Let's be clear about that. I, I like the Armstrong twins, and there's others that I think are underrated in this class. But still, this is Ohio State. Um, you shouldn't have to make excuses when it comes to recruiting. Um, but we're hearing – we'll see Will Fung's hearing that um, Edric Houston likely to flip to Alabama. All right, so we'll start right with that. So, Coach Day, you know, you guys are doing a good job with the skill position players. Um, you know, quarterback, wide receiver, corner, where's the beef? Are you disappointed in the lack of beef? Now, I'm sure he'll spin that to some degree because he's not going to trash these kids that are coming in, and rightfully so, right? And I'm sure you're like me. He's high on some of these guys. It feels like just because 24-7 sports and on three and ESPN and rivals aren't as high on these guys, they, the coaches, and rightfully so, Mark Pantone and his staff, and rightfully so think we know more than them because they do. Um why Ryan Day is getting paid uh, $10 million and Mark Pantone is getting paid whatever he is getting paid. They, they know what the hell they're doing. Um, so I don't know. I mean, and he's not going to sit there and say, well, but we're going to ask him about it. I mean, is NIL a problem? What's going on with Larry Johnson and Justin Fry? That leads me to my next one. So he'll talk, we'll talk about, is there enough beef? And not just, this is not a one-off. This is this, this has been the problem with the last three classes. Okay. 2021, they signed some beef. Um, you know, but, you know, this is now would be three classes where you're like, where's the beef? So we'll get into that with him. And I also, you know, another thing, are you expecting to make staff changes? Will you make staff changes? You know, there's a lot of smoke. Parker Fleming is on the way out. A lot of smoke that Corey Dennis is on the way out. I don't know. 
We'll see about that. And Larry Johnson is always a topic of conversation. That last year, myself, I know others on the beat heard it was likely his last year, and he came back. And I was like, okay, something changed. So I don't know. I, I'm not going to give a prediction on Larry Johnson, but geez, you know, it feels like it's time. I don't know. Ryan Day needs to be the one to decide that. If he feels like it's time and Larry doesn't want to retire, then Ryan needs to make the tough call. If Ryan feels like, no, Larry's getting the job done. The reason we didn't get this guy or that guy is because of NIL or whatever it might be. And I think Larry did a good job. But the, I, don't, I don't know. Ryan Day's the only one that knows that. He's got to make the tough decisions. He, that's why he gets paid $10 million a year. All right. How hard are you going to hit the portal this offseason? You know, like he, he doesn't even give it. I mean, if he wants to give a specific number, he can. Um, what positions are you going to be targeting? And he'll he'll be somewhat vague, but we're going to try and get as much out of him as we can. That's definitely one that I have jotted down. How hard are you going to hit the portal? They got plenty of room, my friends, plenty of room with guys that are going to leave for the NFL. And maybe more guys will come back than expected. That might be the little, uh, you know, silver lining here um, is maybe some of these guys that some people think are going to leave will come back. I'm not talking about guys like Marv and JT. I think those guys are probably gone, probably Tyleek. Um, but who knows? Maybe some guys that people thought were going to leave will come back next season. I think it's good news that some of these guys are playing in the bowl game. I also think Denzel Burke will probably go. Um, but as long as Hancock comes back, which I think he will, Hancock, Igbenosin, Jermaine Matthews, Calvin Simpson Hunt, they'll be just fine at corner. But how hard is Ryan Day planning on hitting the portal this offseason? You know, is it just so like kind of kind of fill in, you know, holes like they did a couple years ago? Are they going to be a, a really aggressive like they were last year, but maybe even more so? Because my gosh, they they've got they could go as hard as they could go, not quite Deion Sanders. They could go like Michigan State in the portal. They could add a lot. Now they're not going to do, they're not going to add 20. You know, but are they going to add 10? You know, there's no doubt they're going to add some. And specifically, are you gonna are you gonna be looking to add a quarterback in the portal? And he might say yes, but it could be just for depth purposes, like a Tristan Jebbia, you know, and then the follow-up is gonna have to be: are you gonna look for a quarterback to challenge to be your QB one? And not this stuff like where he was, you know, saying that like Gunnar Hoke was actually challenging Justin Fields to be QB one. No, not like that, like a real quarterback competition. So those are a few of the questions. And there's going to be a lot of them. You know, Jerry Emig has promised we're going to get coached for at least 30 minutes. And usually when Jerry says 30 minutes, that's going to be probably closer to 35. Um, maybe we'll get 40 out of them. You know, my boy Tim May is going to be, you know, if we were allowed to ask two questions, my boy is going to be asking like eight. Nothing wrong with that. That's just more information for you guys. And Tim has earned his stripes and then some. I mean, Tim May and I do not live that far apart, by the way. We live about, uh, I don't know, five minutes apart. Is there anything else I was going to hit here? Um, no, that was it. I mean, really, you know, is there enough beef in the class, Coach Day? Will you make any staff changes? Specifically, is James Laurinaitis going to get promoted? You know, what – you know, do you need a special teams coach or can that be divvied up amongst the staff? You know, what about uh, any analysts? You know, if Joe Philbin moves on, are you going to bring in somebody, you know, as an analyst? Are you going to beef up your, your staff of analysts, even if Joe Philbin does stay? If Joe Philbin does not get the offensive coordinator job at Iowa, how hard does Coach Day expect to hit the portal? Is he going to bring in a quarterback? Where's the beef in recruiting? The fans are going to have beef if this if they don't get Edric Houston, they don't flip anybody. Um, hopefully, they can get Amaris Williams to to flip. Committed to Florida, but it sounds like it's going to be Ohio State or Auburn. He's the number eight D lineman in the country. 
6'3", out of Clinton, North Carolina. I don't know. I wish this was a happier uh, signing day. Again, there's a, there's a lot to like about this class, but again, it's top-heavy with wide receivers, quarterbacks, corners. They need to do a better job on both sides of the line. All right. Um, I'm going to get the show up, then I'm going to get uh, ready to head on over to Ohio State. When I get the show up, I mean, you know, all of our platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the people out there listening on our different platforms. Appreciate you guys. Thanks to our live audience, everybody on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Appreciate you guys. Um, keep it locked to Bucknuts. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage of all things signing day, all things Ryan Day has to say. I'm going to be focused more on the team stuff. You know, coaching changes, stuff like that, portal, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we'll have three guys there. Bill Curlick's going to be doing recruiting all day. We have the national stuff. Um, Steve Hellwagon will have the main story on what Coach Day has to say. I'll have some sidebars. Patrick Murphy will be there doing all the stuff that Patrick Murphy does, which is everything. Um, so we'll have wall-to-wall coverage for you. We do right now. Head on over to Bucknuts as soon as the show is over, which is right now. Thanks again to all of you guys. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.